Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. That's in the public eye. I'm Mike Marillo. The D.C. Council Chair says the mayor's new school budget is breaking the law. It is very destabilizing. I'm Luke Garrett. A registered sex offender in custody after reportedly following a teenager home from the store. I'm Liz Anderson. 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Christopher Cruz in the Washington Bureau. South Korea's military says North Korea test-fired a pair of missiles Monday morning local time, just two days after its first intercontinental ballistic missile test of the year. Reporter Alex Jensen has more from Seoul. Following a weekend that saw a North Korean intercontinental ballistic missile test before joint air drills held by the U.S. and South Korea, The North has now not only continued with two short-range ballistic missile launches, but also the firing of rounds from a rocket launch system geared toward tactical nuclear attack, according to state media. This Friday will mark one year since Russia invaded Ukraine. Republican South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham says it's time to get tough with Russian President Vladimir Putin. You beat him by giving the Ukrainians the military capability to drive the Russians out of Ukraine. You label... Putin's Russia as a state sponsor of terrorism. You create international tribunals so we actually can try Putin and his cronies in an international court like we did after World War II. Graham was on ABC almost a year since Russia invaded Ukraine. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is talking to CBS's Face the Nation about Russia's failures. In terms of air power, Ukraine's air defenses were actually successful in shooting down a lot of Russian aircraft. So they backed off of using aircraft. That doesn't mean that they won't try to do that going forward. But at least to date, Ukraine has had air defenses that have allowed it uh, to pose such a threat to Russian aircraft that they haven't really been flying. 98-year-old former President Jimmy Carter has entered the last phase of his long and distinguished life. He's in hospice care at his home. CBS Mike Hedren is in Carter's hometown in southwest Georgia. Jimmy Carter is the longest living American president, and he spent his more than four decades after the White House here in planes. He cared about people that much where he wanted to talk about your vacation or how your family was doing. He didn't want to talk about worldly politics and things like that. Lifelong resident Michael Dominic is touching up the famous smiling peanut statue that was brought to planes during Mr. Carter's 1976 presidential campaign. We're all family men and Mr. Jimmy's right in there with us, but he just does anything for anybody when he could. Clashes will resume at Michigan State University tomorrow, a week after three students were shot and killed on campus. Interim President Teresa Woodruff says a lot of people will need taken care of. We have nearly 50,000 students in MSU, and they may need 50,000 different approaches and ways to support them. Same uh, is true for our 15,000 faculty and staff. The Army is considering granting waivers to soldiers who score high on fitness tests but don't meet body fat standards. The body fat test has been criticized by some soldiers and fitness experts. They say it's not an accurate assessment of fitness. This is CBS News. It's 10.03 on your Sunday evening, February 19th, 2023. 53 degrees down to the 40s overnight. to you. I'm Ralph Fox. Top stories we're following for you at this hour. Conversation this weekend about people being forced into the public eye after the loss of a loved one. The discussion took place at the Martin Luther King Jr. Library in D.C. and it featured two people familiar with the topic. 
after losing their fathers. Emerald Garner's father died after being put in a chokehold by police in New York City in 2014. In her new book, she talks about life since losing her father at 22 and the strength she's found talking to other survivors of similar situations. Hearing it from someone who actually experienced and know what I go through, it's a different, it just, it just hits different. At the D.C. library bearing his father's name, Martin Luther King III talks about losing his father at 10 and says one thing that helps families dealing with tragedy today is more of an understanding of mental health. You know, I, when I was 10 years old and my dad was killed, we... I don't remember getting counsel. In Northwest, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A new budget for D.C. public schools could increase funding for each student by as much as $500. However, the mayor's plan is facing harsh criticism from D.C. Council. Chairman Phil Mendelson says this proposed budget cuts some schools' funds and therefore violates a council law passed last year. The law bars the mayor or the school chancellor, Louis Faraby, from decreasing classroom budgets. It just boggles my mind that the chancellor, after saying he believes in stability and he believes in equity, and he comes out with a budget that cuts over 60 schools. A third of the schools being cut are east of the river. That means low-income schools. Both the mayor and the chancellor deny trying to break this law, but Mendelssohn says they did it knowingly. The mayor or the chancellor now say, well, we didn't have time to implement this. They've known about this bill for months. Chair Mendelson is now asking the mayor to revise this budget before she brings it to the council for approval. Luke Garrett, WTOP News. It's 10.05 in Charles County, a sex offender arrested after following a teenager home and other concerns. Charles County Sheriff's deputies used surveillance video to identify 49-year-old Edward Jackson Bunn and link him to suspicious activity around La Plata earlier this month. La Plata police say Bunn followed a teenaged girl inside a Target store and eventually to her home. She saw him going through her car, confronted him, and called 911 after he fled. He was arrested last week and is being held without bond. Sheriff's deputies are investigating whether Bunn is connected to other reports of a man approaching women's homes nearby. Bunn is a registered sex offender who was sentenced in two sexual assaults back in 2002 in Virginia. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. A deadly house fire in Stonehall Drive in Prince George's County leaves the neighborhood in mourning and authorities looking for answers. Neighbors like Lisa, who lives two doors down, are devastated to see one of their friends killed in the fire. I mean, it's a very quiet, close-knit cul-de-sac. No, it's just a sad morning, a sad Sunday morning. Prince George's and Montgomery County units arrived to the split-level home here at around 4 a.m., with fire pouring from the roof. It was unbelievable, scary at the same time, you know. That roof collapsed, leaving only the chimney towering over the smoking rubble. Fire investigators say it could take days to determine the cause because of the extensive damage, but foul play is not suspected. In Calverton, Luke Luker, WTOP News. The victim has been identified by his brother as Peter Obutu. Coming up after traffic and weather, information released from a special grand jury in Georgia. We'll have details on that and more. It's 10.07. Nobody's more proud of what Diamonds Direct offers than our own staff. Our standards are the highest I've ever seen in the business, and I've been in this industry my entire life. Not only do we have the most competitive pricing in the industry, but the whole package that you get with it is incomparable. One thing that always surprises clients is how much further their budget will go with Diamonds Direct. But way beyond value, what we're most proud of is our total commitment to each and every customer. We go above and beyond for our customers so that they feel valued and they know that they're valued. We are really focusing on not making 
a sale that day. We want to make a friend forever. It doesn't matter what size diamond that you're looking for. We're going to take care of you, and we're going to make you feel fabulous. The philosophy to take care of the customer is just amazing. When clients come in, I think what they can feel is our passion. The electricity that you get in here, everybody's happy. It's such a friendly environment. Diamonds Direct. And you can feel that energy and that happiness every time you step into our showroom. Come see and feel the difference. Your love, our passion. Get directions and store hours at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome in. It's 10.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, over to Steve Dresner in the traffic center. In Virginia, on the northbound side of 395, approaching the exit for Glebe Road, VDOT signboard is squirting the vehicle, the broken-down vehicle, off of the highway. So we'll have that right lane open in the matter of minutes. Otherwise, we're in good shape on the southbound side. Staying in Virginia, traffic moving nicely. Currently on the Capitol Beltway, no backups to report in either direction on 60, uh, um, I-95, rather. We're good to go from the Springfield Interchange over the Occoquan, all clear down to the Fredericksburg area. Over on the westbound side of 66 and Della Plain, right near the exit for Route 17, that's exit 23. The road were currently set up blocking the left lane. Over in Maryland, at last report in Riverdale, we do have both directions of Riverdale Road blocked between 410 and Auburn Avenue for the ongoing police activity. We do have road work set up tonight, northbound 95 in the Jessup area, right near 175, two to the left getting you by. Southbound side approaching the Baltimore Beltway, the left lane is currently blocked for that work zone. Manary area, westbound on I-70, right near Route 27, right lane is blocked for the current road work. At the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, we still have wind warnings in effect with no vehicle restrictions. Three lanes are open westbound to going eastbound. Looking for a new car? The wait is certainly over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit FitzMall.com. Transparency you can trust. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Not a storm team for meteorologist Clay Anderson. For tonight, clouds remain across the area and into President's Day. President's Day will have more clouds and sunshine, but temperatures warming up into the low 60s. It will be breezy with winds from the west at 10 to 20 miles per hour. For a Tuesday, back to work, back to school, temperatures in the 60s. Storm team for meteorologist Clay Anderson. It's 54 degrees at Fort Belvoir, 55 in Foggy Bottom, 55 on the National Mall, and 53 here. Outside the WTOP studios, it's all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It is 10:10. A judge in Georgia has released parts of a report on an investigation into former President Donald Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election results in the state. The five pages that were made public late in the week include the panel's introduction, Conclusion to its findings in a section where the grand jury expresses concerns that some witnesses may have lied under oath during their testimony. Veronica Waters is a reporter with 95.5 WSB in Atlanta. She joined WTOP's Mark Lewis with what we learned 
from the special grand jury's conclusions. We knew that the release was going to be pretty thin, and it was just a few pages that were released with the introduction, the conclusion, and a section eight of the report. But what we did here was, quote, we find by a unanimous vote that no widespread fraud took place in the Georgia 2020 election that could result in overturning that election. Grand jurors say that was a finding that they made unanimously, and this is after hearing from some 75 witnesses over six months. They heard from poll workers, investigators, state employees and officials here in Georgia. And they say, quote, even persons still claiming election fraud took place. But they say there was no evidence of that. We also learned what was intimated very strongly in the judge's release earlier this week and by the Fulton County District Attorney just a few weeks ago at a hearing that there could be some criminal charges on the way because the grand jurors say they set forth for the court their recommendations on indictment and the relevant laws that would go with them. So the the grand jury found that some witnesses committed perjury, but from what we've seen thus far, we don't know which witnesses they're focused on, correct? Yeah, correct. This is really important to the DA and to the judge here. They want to protect any potential defendant's due process rights. They want to make sure nobody can cry foul and say, hey, we couldn't get a fair trial because our names were circulating out there weeks before you even came to us with an indictment. So they wanted to make sure that we didn't have a hint as to who might be in the crosshairs of the DA when it comes to seeking an indictment. Now, that perjury thing that you mentioned is actually in the Section 8 that I was mentioning earlier. They go on to say that they believe a majority of the panel believe that perjury was committed by at least one witnesses, maybe more. And they're urging the district attorney here to actually seek perjury indictment against those folks. What comes next? Will there be indictments? You know what? That's the million dollar question, Mark. We will not know until the Fulton County District Attorney comes out probably with an indictment ready to announce. Keep in mind, this is a special purpose grand jury. So she's got to impanel a new grand jury, one that has the authority to bring criminal charges and then present evidence to them. That's a process that could take days or weeks. We just don't know. And the DA has been careful not to give us any timeline on when that could happen. We're all just sitting here with all eyes in the courthouse, eyes peeled, waiting on the other shoe to drop. Okay, that's WSB reporter Veronica Waters joining us from Atlanta. Coming up on WTOP, it's the longest Daytona 500 ever. Would you believe? Rob Woodfork and Sports, just around the corner. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844.
Are you working way too hard for way too little? There's never been a better time to consider a career in IT. You could enjoy a recession-resistant career in a rewarding field with plenty of growth opportunities and often flexible work environments. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. You could start your new career in months, not years. Take classes online or on campus, and financial aid is available to qualified students, including the GI Bill. Now is the time. Mycomputercareer.edu. It's 10-15. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Rob Woodfork, a little extra excitement today, eh? Yeah, a little bit. The uh, 65th Daytona 500, the first for Annapolis native Travis Pastrana. The action sports star finished 11th in his Daytona debut and even... I let a lap. It was by mistake. I was I was like, I should come in. They're like, stay out. Like, come in. I'm like, I'm already, I'm already out. So, uh, yeah, I let a lap at Daytona 500. Yeah, so a bad pit that was actually penalized. But will you be back on the cup circuit? No, um, this exceeded all my expectations as far as result. These are the best drivers in the world. I'm not a great rear-wheel driver. I'm not a great pavement driver. Our restriction play races are a little different. We had a great team. It was an honor to be on the track with these guys. Unfortunately, Pastrana's experience finished with the race-ending crash that delivered Ricky Stenhouse Jr. his first Daytona 500 victory under caution to cap the longest Great American race ever, a record 212 laps. That's a dozen more than scheduled, and it spanned 530 miles. NBA All-Star Game coming out of what was a very long halftime. <laughs> team Giannis leading Team LeBron 99-92. And uh, Maryland saw a 4-0 weekend in softball. Not so fortunate in men's basketball as they fall short at Nebraska in overtime 70-66. GW an overtime winner to snap a two-game slide. And Georgetown erased a 13-point deficit at Butler. So their 22-game road losing skid finally over. The D.C. Defenders just took their first lead of the night over at Audi Field. 22-18 over the Seattle Sea Dragons as we're uh, pretty early in the fourth quarter. Uh, Michael Joseph making Greg Williams' defense look good with a pair of interceptions here in the second half. One return for a touchdown, the other setting up the go-ahead touchdown run by De'Ara King, and oh, by the way, they were throwing lemons onto the field there at Audi Field. Apparently, they were upset that uh, someone took away their uh, beer cup snake, so uh, that was, uh, I guess, retribution for that. Uh, John Rahm, uh, he wins the Genesis Invitational by two strokes. He's n- the number one uh, ranker, the number one golfer in the world. Easy for me to say. Tiger Woods, a final round 73. He finishes well off the pace at one under. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Did you say beer cup snake? Oh, you heard what I said. They what? did that in the first go-round, uh, the XFL defenders. Uh, beer cup snake uh, went all the way around the stadium pretty much, and uh, apparently they're trying to bring that back. Uh, somebody was uh, raining on their good times, and so they said, well, here's some lemons for you to clean up off the field. So <laughs> give us back our beer snake. And I think they I think they did. They haven't actually circled back to it, but uh, hopefully they do. I mean, have fun. It's an XFL game. Come on. It's an XFL game. Thank you for staying on top of that, Rob Woodfork. We've got details on quite a few other things coming up. 1018 Now Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, is testing a subscription service where users will pay for a verified account. That blue badge that you may have heard about on another social media system. Mark Zuckerberg made the announcement on Instagram of Meta Verified. Could cost you anywhere from $12 to $15 a month. To avoid fake accounts, customers who want to get that blue badge would need to show a government ID and be 18 years or older. 
Coming up after traffic and weather, top stories we're following for you at this hour. Former President Jimmy Carter, now in hospice care at his Georgia home. Carter at 98 is the longest living American president. And President Biden heads to Poland tomorrow as the war in Ukraine approaches the one-year mark. Also, a man has died after an early morning fire today at a home in Prince George's County. Stay with us at WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Steve Dresner in the traffic center. In Virginia on the outer loop at the Capitol Beltway, before you get to the toll road, a report of a broken down truck currently blocking the right lane. Arlington area northbound on 395. And just after the exit for Glebe Road, the broken down vehicle has been pushed over to the right shoulder. Now it's closer to the exit for Washington Boulevard. Otherwise, we're in pretty good shape. Currently on 95 between the Springfield Interchange and the Fredericksburg area. However, on the southbound side of 95, right near the exit for Thornburg, the bridge deck where currently has a single left lane getting you by. Over a Maryland Riverdale area on Riverdale Road, still closed between 410 and Auburn Avenue for the ongoing police activity. Chesapeake Bay Bridge, we have three lanes open westbound, two going eastbound. Wind warnings do remain in effect, but with no vehicle restrictions and no delays. Staying in Maryland, pretty quiet on the Capitol Beltway throughout Montgomery County and Prince George's County. Silver Diners certainly ready to play ball, and after 33 years, Silver Diners now in D.C. right across from Nats Park and brings its healthy and classic menu options to the Navy Yard neighborhood. Eat well and do well. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Now over to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Temperatures will fall from the 60s overnight down to the mid-40s for the beginning of President's Day. President's Day, a mostly cloudy day. Could see a quick sprinkle in the morning, but otherwise it should be dry in the afternoon. Winds will be gusting on Monday as well at 15 to 20 miles per hour. Highs in the 60s, the same for Tuesday. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. 53 degrees in Rockville. It's 54 at Nashburn, 53 in District Heights, and 53 here. Outside the WTOP studios, it's all brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP, they're throwing axes. It's a tournament. However, that's in Northern Virginia. We'll tell you about that and more. 1021. Now the small business buzz, packaged by the UPS Store. The number of black-owned businesses was relatively unchanged last year, but Washington, D.C. ranks second among metros for share of black-owned businesses. 7% are Yelp says the national average is just 2.4%. Atlanta tops the list. Baltimore's number eight. More than four in ten black-owned businesses are in health care, social assistance, or professional and technical services. I'm Jeff Glabel. At the UPS Store, we have everything to help small business owners be unstoppable. So if you need mailbox services, we'll be the mailbox store. What if my business isn't brick and mortar? Easy. With our mailbox services, you'll get a real street address instead of a P.O. box. What if I give you a big bear hug for making my day? Then get in here, buddy. The UPS Store can help small business owners be unstoppable with our mailbox services. We'll hold your mail and packages in a safe location. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. 
At least one home sold every day. That's the Jennifer Young Home Story. This is Dave Johnson. And one reason, Jennifer's Coming Soon program. That tests the market as you prepare your home for sale. That starts the line for buyers interested in your home. And Jennifer Young Homes has over 15,000 buyers in their database ready to look at your home. Jennifer Young Homes Marketing worked for me. Let them work for you. Go ahead, call Jennifer today at 877-611-SELL or go online to jenniferyounghomes.com or Google Jennifer Young Homes and consider your home sold. KBR's highly experienced and highly cleared team is ready to solve today's challenges while preparing for tomorrow's threats. For more than 50 years, KBR has been trusted by the Department of Defense and Intel community to provide mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions. As global demands change and markets transform, KBR delivers innovative results to advance defense and national security interests on land, at sea, in the air, space, and cyberspace. KBR, the team behind the mission. For more information, visit KBR.com. This is WTOP News. It's 1023. A deadly accident in the early morning hours in Howard County today. Authorities say 32-year-old Dean Benavidez of Laurel died after his pickup truck slammed into the back of a stopped tractor trailer westbound on Route 32 before Washington Boulevard. The tractor trailer driver was not injured. However, the road was shut down for several hours. And from the axes firefighters used to hatchets, there's been a lot of steel flying. This threw the air at one tournament in Sterling. It's not about chopping trees this weekend. It's all about sinking that blade into a wooden bullseye. It's similar to darts, so you're really not competing against the person next to you. You're competing against yourself and that board. David Klein of Chantilly among the hundreds of axe throwers participating in the Capital City Classic. It is the largest tournament you're going to get besides U.S. Open and Worlds. Brian Kramer of Sterling picked up axe throwing two years ago, and now he's an axe coach. He says not only is this fun. If I have a bad day, too, it's therapeutic. I can come, throw some axes. I can just zone in, forget about everything else. And he says the sport is for people of all ages. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Connecting men of color with major companies is the mission of one local organization. And they're having an all-day event tomorrow for President's Day. The goal is to help young men of color achieve greater economic upward mobility. The event will feature business executives of color and will focus on the importance of education and financial literacy. It's being hosted by the Capital Youth Empowerment Program, and Executive Director Eric King says there'll be a career expo after. Folks will be able to connect with the companies for internships, part-time and full-time employment opportunities. It's all happening at Capital One Hall in Tyson's tomorrow. Registration is free and open to everyone. Lunch will be provided. Jacob Kerr, WTOP News. 1025. News at 25 and 55. Here's Mark Hamrick. Raise your credit score, lower your loan rate. I'm Mark Hamrick with a Bankrate.com personal finance minute. If you want to borrow money, whether to buy a home, a car, or to use a credit card, having a favorable track record managing your money is key. And if you need to or want to raise your credit score, there are a number of key strategies which can help. This plays a crucial role when it comes to loan approval. That's why it's so important to get the score in a good place before applying. Know your credit score. Regulators have found that 5% of Americans have errors in their credit reports. You can correct that. Make your loan payments on time. That can account for up to 35% of your total credit score. If you're having trouble making payments, contact the relevant creditor to let them know what's going on. Going silent? Well, that's the opposite of a good strategy. Pay down revolving balances and any other loans. Credit cards are a tool that can be used wisely or poorly. Misusing credit can have a serious negative impact on your credit score. I'm Mark Hamrick. 
Coming up after traffic and weather, Jimmy Carter is now in hospice at his home. His family is gathered there in Plains, Georgia. We'll keep you up to date on that one. Also, the train derailment in Ohio is under a close eye. Stay with us. It's 1026. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology products.